Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 18. And a good day to you, my friend. I am happy that you are here. What a terrific thing it is to engage in our own personal growth and evolution. I'm happy that you are with me. I'm happy that you are here today. And today we're going to be talking about this wonderful quote. It's one of my it's one of my favorite quotes by actually by one of the things that I think really made me want to be a therapist when I was in school. It was when I started to study humanistic psychology, and the father of humanistic psychology uh, was this man by the name of Abraham Maslow. Uh, he's probably the most famous for creating the hierarchy of needs. Another therapist that that followed him was Carl Rogers as well, and I really just enjoyed their style. I think maybe in part because Maybe it seemed to gel with with my own thinking a little bit, with my own style, and I really, really liked it. But there is this quote that Abraham says that I think has stuck in my mind from the moment I heard it, which is, what a man or woman can be, they must be. And I want you to just consider that, like the, the idea that whatever it is that we can be, not that we should or could but his declaration is that we must be that, in part because our life has to be filled with meaning. It has to be something meaningful and purposeful, and I think that that's what he's saying. Whatever we have the capacity to do or whatever it is that we feel driven to do, we must do to ensure that we feel that sense of purpose, that sense of joy, that sense of happiness. Um as like I was saying before, Maslow uh, really was the father of this hierarchy of needs, right? And, and his main, I think, what he brought to the whole psychological uh, cl- uh, climate at the time, which was really behavioristic in mind and psychoanalytic with, with Freud. And what he really did is he challenged the current psychological understanding of his time by stating that we were more than just a mess of hidden drives to achieve pleasure and move away from pain. Maslow instead believed that mankind's ultimate drive was to self-actualize. And self-actualization, I think, takes many forms, or it could be viewed in lots of ways, but for me, It's engaging in spiritual enlightenment, in the pursuit of wisdom, in creative pursuits, increasing our own creativity and creative part of our life where we can create things. And of course, the enhancement of learning to love, being loved, and learning to be altruistic in the community and or with others around us. And so he stayed, I I loved this. It kind of in connection with that quote that I stated before, he said, a musician must make music, an artist must paint, a poet must write, if he is to be at ultimately at peace with himself. What a man or woman can be, they must be. 
this need we may call self-actualization. It refers to the desire for self-fulfillment, namely to the tendency for him or her to become actualized in what he or she is potentially. This tendency might be phrased as the desire to become more and more what one is to become, everything that one is capable of becoming. According to Maslow, right, if we want to experience the internal peace and the fulfillment, then we must be moving towards self-actualization. We must become what we can be. This is why mind-numbing agents such as TV, video gaming, business even, alcohol, pornography, and drugs are such dramatic life suckers because they numb that internal spiritual drive to grow, evolve, discover our purpose, and then move towards it. Now, I'm not suggesting that all things in that list are completely useless because that is incorrect. I can certainly find meaning and growth as I engage in some forms of entertainment if they're utilized for that purpose. And I'm not even saying that I can't engage in entertainment, which I absolutely can and do, and I encourage you to do that as well. But your next question for me may be, Yuri, what is it that I'm meant to be? Now, this doesn't really need to be a mysterious question filled with exotic answers, right, which we sometimes really look for, right? What is my one purpose in life? Because the reality is that we are meant to be many things. And you will find that as you stop hiding from life and instead engage and invest in your life, that those purposes will manifest themselves. Indeed, engaging and investing fully in this life, right? It's the living deep and sucking out the marrow of life is what we are meant to be. Becoming who we are meant to be is not our destiny. It is instead a conscious effort to move toward growth, excellence, and enlightenment. It is a drive to move beyond the superficial, the average, and instead to plunge into the deeper parts of things. I love this quote by Beethoven. He said, don't only practice your art, but force your way into its secrets. For it, and knowledge can raise men to the divine. Yes, that is a good example of what the move and drive towards self-actualization looks like. This can be achieved in marriage as partners seek to become more loving, attentive, caring, and loyal to one another's well-being. As parents become aware of their own failings and own scandal and hypocrisies, right, and make a deliberate move to become more congruent, purposeful, and mindful parents, they too are responding to that call to self-actualize. The man who comes home from work only to plop himself down in front of the TV with a beer in his hand is shirking the drive to actualize and thus will reap the fruit of that choice. He will find comfort but he will miss peace, fulfillment, and joy. The plumber, janitor, therapist, police officer, teacher, mother, father, entrepreneur must all answer the call for growth, evolution, and excellence in their craft. Some will find it. Others will hear the deafening call to change gears and do something new entirely. Whatever it is that you are engaged in, answer the call to actualize by going deeper into it. Listen, no one owes us anything. 
It is not for others to fulfill and provide meaning and purpose in our lives. This is what you are called to do. Don't blame, don't keep score, and don't throw pity parties. Instead, let's evaluate our lives and our circumstances. If you are not where you want to be, you have three choices. One, practice resignation and abide in that state in the most honorable, congruent, and purposeful way that you can. Two, Become thoroughly engaged in impacting that circumstance by inviting and promoting the changes you wish to see. And three, get out, shift gears, and do something new. Look, you don't have to have all the answers today. Realize that as you continue your journey, right, your sojourn here in this life, the call to self-actualize will come at many times like eureka-type moments, moments when you will feel inspired, motivated, and in many places, stay conscious so that when you feel that spiritual call, you will answer with a resounding yes and thus fulfill that divine drive. That is what the purpose of this week is about. It's almost about you taking some personal inventory. Now, I promise I'm not here to add more complication to your life. I promise you, I'm not here to give you more to do. What I'm here to do is to ask you to look, take a look, take a look at your own goals. Think about, pray about, meditate about, talk to a therapist about, a religious leader about, a friend about, your spouse about, your children about. And just take a look. I mean, just a few moments ago, my my precious wife said to me on a conversation in the car, she said, man, Yuri, I think you've bitten more than you can handle. I think you better take a good look in, right? And talk about it. <laughs> I love my, my wife. She is so amazing. But, but sometimes I know that this is true. And it takes somebody else to kind of point it out to me so that I'll take a deeper look. And I think my wife has probably done that over and over and over again. And uh, (laughs) I'm going to have to think about that because I think she's right. Um, I'm pressing in so many areas that I'm falling behind in some and just adding some levels of stress that probably don't need to do there. I need to figure out some way to maybe pass on some of the work that I'm doing so that I can handle it. And maybe that's what you need to do. Take a look. Take a look at your life. Maybe there is something that you need to add. Maybe there's something you need to take away. Maybe there's something that you need to assign to somebody else to do. And I think that's what this is about. Look over your goals. Look at where you're aiming. Look at your own physical, emotional, psychological progress. Look at your spiritual progress and see where you are. And then begin by making small changes that will take you from where you are closer to where it is that you want to be. Remember, we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to solve everything today. But it's important for us to take those small moments. And that's what this week is about. It's for you to take a small moment to realign. Look at your map. Look at where you're headed. And make and take a look and see if there are a few tweaks or changes that you need to make. I'm not talking about a complete overhaul. I'm not talking about deep, you know, cut into your heart, deep surgery type stuff. 
even though that's possible too. Maybe it is a time for that. But for a lot of you, it may just mean some small adjustments that will take your life from that place of, of stress and lack of sleep or anxiety to a place that's better, that's more in line with your purpose, more in line with the things that are the most valuable. My friends, I'm so happy you're here. I'm pleased you're here. Thank you for listening. Now go out there and be and do what you can, what you must be. You gotta be what you must be. And I'll see you tomorrow.